we got hello everybody welcome to the podcast we're back uh our last stream was a couple days ago uh and went really well so now i said what kind of podcast could we do we could do we got video games taken care of we got all the good stuff but we got to do some weight training and i said let's get the let's get the man the myth the legend <laughs> old Brad Feinberg to get on the podcast and he said yes. So um I guess if you want to start intro yourself, do a quick sure. opening. Yeah. Um Brad Feinberg. Originally uh grew up in Philly, so I'm an East Coast guy. And then about <clears throat> almost four years ago moved to Vegas. And I would say moving to Vegas Vegas was probably the best decision I've ever made because that really opened up opportunities and career and a career for me in fitness, health and wellness, you name it. Um, but I've been in this industry for over 13 years now and just really working with anyone and everyone, you know, from the average Joe Schmo to firefighters, police, SWAT um, to rock stars. So uh, my life is all about having um you achieve your best potential as a human just all about performance health you name it and that's that's what i'm about so um if everyone at home is watching and is new to this uh there is going to be a couple commands in the chat i put them in there um it's exclamation point brad exclamation point ai and exclamation point fitness and they all have certain things that they're doing and uh, they'll take you to different websites, and we'll discuss what the websites are in just a minute. But if you want to do that, figure out his information, hook up with that, we'll hook up with him later, and then all that good stuff. So we're going to start off. I got a list of questions. I got notes. I'm ready to go. Um, if you guys don't know, also, this is my trainer as well. This is how we yep. got hooked up. Um, I've had a, a, a bad back issue recently, and... Um, I guess we'll kind of discuss all this, but I got hooked up yeah. with him through Instagram, saw him there, and that's how we go. So I'm going to initially ask the first question, just to get a little more background information. What got you into weightlifting? What's the story? When did you yeah. start lifting? How did, that, how did that go on? This was back, so I first, well, I would say, so with lifting was right at the end of middle school, so around seventh, eighth grade. And that was to improve my performance in tennis. I was all about tennis for the younger years of my life. I went to States for singles and doubles, and I was, in my mind, an all-star tennis player. But that came around um, end of middle school. And I've always been a little bit bigger than the average kid my age. <laughs> And once uh, weight training was lifted, was introduced to me, uh, that changed everything. I um, exploded in the sense of muscle, uh, strength, speed, everything. So it was the, like I said, seventh, eighth grade. And that's when it really kind of kicked in for me. And I was, I was hooked from day one. So the funny thing is, if you, if you can't, well, you can't really tell how he's sitting, but he's probably what, six, four. Yeah, right on the dot. So, so the uh, so the the myth of I guess lifting when you're younger is uh, is not a true thing. Not though. true. Not, not true. true at all. This was no. not in the notes, but I'm like, you know what? Let's bring it up. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's that's um that's come up quite a bit, and I worked right after uh, college. I was working with a I was a strength and conditioning coach for a lot of youth athletes. And some athletes as young as like four and five. And, you know, I'm sure many of you have heard about, um, you know, lifting too early can stunt your growth or this or that or damage you. And that's actually never been proven. What it really comes down to is if mentally they are mature enough, because if they're not mentally mature enough, and they just fool around. Yeah, they're going to hurt themselves. But when I'm working with a five-year-old that emotionally and mentally they are of like a, an adult, yeah, they they can absolutely train 
um, with appropriate intensities, recovery, speed, you know, whatever it is, whatever sport they're playing for, just to be healthy, it should be started as soon as they are mentally ready. Because I look at it, it's like doing a pull-up is the exact same thing as climbing up a ladder. So, you know. Very true. So it's 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 a big myth out there. So it's a myth. We're, we're going to try to debunk a lot of myths tonight, I think. Maybe not, not, maybe not a lot, but a few. Um, <laughs> I guess... <laughs> So if real quickly, the chat, we are going to do questions. Um, we will, I guess we'll have a little section at the end is what I'm thinking. So maybe hold them till the end or, or put them in now and I'll try to remember them for the later. We have a couple from online as well. So, um, and, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, at the bottom right or this, this way, you're going to see rotation of his website, his AI wellness website and his Instagram, all commands in the chat for all you guys getting in here now. Just so you know. Okay. So, um, I guess we'll just stick with the lifting for now. I want to transition into Imagine Dragons in a little bit. But um, how is the virus impacting, I guess, your job, what you're doing, and I guess going forward, what is it going to do? What's what's a normal going to look like when you're done all this and gyms open back up, hopefully? That's a really good question, because um, obviously now it's like everybody's wanting to train at home, which is fantastic. So with me, um, I've really been working with a lot of individuals on how to design programs on what to do at home, um, you know, because everybody thinks it's like, oh, I need to weight train. I need weights. No, you don't. Resistance is your own body. So, you know, obviously this lockdown is not going to be forever but you can at least have an effective in-home program whether it's body weight or if you are able to get weights for home uh to you know have you continue to be healthy get strong build muscle build fat whatever it is but i've noticed during this time it's like i have been programming so many different in-home body weight programs um which has been great because um it's it's challenging in a way because you know there's there's a lot of different things you can do you have to figure out what's the most effective ways um to implement that and getting creative like because weight is not just the dumbbell weight could be a five pound water gallon weight could be bean cans whatever it is yeah (laughs) so um that's been the biggest focus now during this lockdown um but that's like it's just all about how to either maintain survive or continue to progress um while being in this quarantine yeah that's uh that's a big thing for me is um you know even when i didn't have a lot of weights i would when i was first starting up i would just find push-up exercises or a pull-up bar and i would make sure there was no excuse out there for me to not lift the weight or use body weight or whatever so uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, real quickly. It's, it's like dur- during this time, it's like I could imagine a lot of people are making excuses, and no, like <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. No. There's you know, the weight is weight. So whether it's pushing a car, um, or you know, dragging something that doesn't have to be plates, whatever it is, or just using your own body in an effective way, you know, it's there will be progress made. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think that's a huge thing with people with, I guess, excuses wise. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you can always just start doing pushups. It's <laughs> in my opinion, yeah. pushups, yeah, sit ups, and then, you know, some, some air squats if you have to, but, um, 100%. I think, uh, so I, I guess I'll transition more to, so there's a couple people before we started this that I told, you know, why I was chatting normal Twitch and I was doing like Fortnite. There are people coming in and saying, you know, I'm thinking about doing this diet. I'm thinking about doing this diet. Um, I would like your opinions on, I guess, maybe a couple of them. And, yeah. you know, is it obtainable? Do you want to keep doing that? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's up. To, I'm thinking the ones I have here on my notes are like keto, the vegan, the low carb, the ones that, I don't know, yep. some people, they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then they do it for 15 days. And then it's like, all right, see yeah. you guys. <laughs> There's a, there's a couple top priority things that you got to keep in mind. One is, does it fit your lifestyle? 
if it if you can't see yourself doing the particular meal plan or diet for the rest of your life, then don't do it. Yeah. Because if you let's say extreme dieting where you're only eating fish, broccoli, and olive oil for Oof. you know the day, if you can't see yourself doing that, then don't do it. Because otherwise you're gonna fall off, you're gonna binge, you're gonna wanna your cravings are gonna kick in. So it's funny because everything essentially works. You just have to figure out what works for you. Now, I've seen good and bad with each of like what you mentioned. For instance, keto. Um, keto can work for some and be extremely brutal for others. So it, it really uh, determines on how your body um handles the extreme high fat low carbs but i will say like you know if someone's doing keto and strength training that is not a good idea like a true like just hitting the weights hard because your glycogen and carbohydrates are going to be so low you're not really going to have energy to build the muscle to energize the muscle so it really comes down case to case because with some individuals i have said let's go keto and with other individuals, I have I've said like, no, don't even go near that. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it's it's hard to say like a straight answer like yes or no. It really just comes down to one: does it fit your lifestyle? Two: are you having nutrient dense foods? Three: are you watching um, your moderation in portion sizes? And um, was there a four? No, that that was the three. Yeah. So. Yeah. That like when you look at like, oh, should I eat this way? If it if it checks all those boxes, great. And it's like if you want to try something, try it. You're gonna find out very quick, quickly if it's gonna work or not. If it doesn't work, you gotta adjust. So yeah, high cool. level. That's the best way I can answer that. And even working with you for a couple months, it, you know, you've always said you, we got to learn your body. It's not like the first yeah. question. You know, I ask you, I'm like, hey, all right, what should I do? It's like, well, let's try this for a couple of days and let's try this for a couple of days. You know, we can't just think one answer is going to be the answer for everything. And that's, and not only that, but it's like, we always look for the easy answer. There is no secret pill. There is no secret thing to do. It's just consistency and hard work. That's really what it is. So. Absolutely. Um, so I guess we will now, oh, real quick comment in the chat says bacon definitely helps. Absolutely. (laughs) So, so wait, so real quickly, actually too, you dove into vegan for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yep. What's your quick opinions on that? And did you have more energy? Like everybody kind of flaunts and says they're feeling a hundred times better than they are on a normal diet. Yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And the main reason I did it was one, because my fiance, um, at the time she was learning how to be a yoga instructor and part of the yoga philosophy is do no harm to living things. So she's like for a month, she's going to go vegan. So I was like, sure, I'll do it with you. Yeah. And then also with that, I was getting so many questions about being vegan and it was like, how could I give a honest opinion and direction if I haven't done it myself. So I did it for about four to five weeks. And I'm not gonna lie, I did feel really good. Yeah. Like I felt phenomenal. Um but about two weeks in, I couldn't stop dreaming about tomahawk steaks, prime rib, mm. cheeseburgers. Mm. So can being vegan be possible and build muscle, burn fat? Yes. Absolutely. And that's where it's like one of those things where it comes down to who you are. For me, you know, it's, I love meat. I really do. And I will never stop. So Mm. did about for four to five weeks. And um, I will say though, the the one drawback I saw, and this could, I know this is because since I am such like a bigger individual, um, I was so hungry all the time oh, because the worst. Yeah. Cause you know, protein digest, like it's, it's processed in the stomach. Yeah. <clears throat> Carbohydrates are processed in the tongue and the small intestine. So yes, fiber, which lots of vegetables will help slow things down. 
but I'm about 260 pounds. <laughs> I need a lot to keep me satisfied. So it was even with like a lot of like nuts and other fats, it, it was still hard to stay satisfied through it. And it, it couldn't compare to eating like, you know, even just like six ounces of any type of meat that would satisfy me that way. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, did you lose any weight from it or did you stay pretty, pretty even? I stayed pretty even, uh, but that was also because I, at the point at the time, I wasn't worried about my main focus was not losing weight. It was all about performance. Um, and in all honesty, like the biggest, one of the biggest factors of losing weight is calories in versus calories out. And so I was, I purposely made it a factor to stay right at about maintenance caloric intake um, to really, you know, see, cause I was more, more concerned about performance, like right. my performance in the gym, you know, whatever it may be. And um, so that, that was why I didn't really lose weight on it. Yeah. That's uh, I, I don't think I could give up meat. I, ch I would try my hardest maybe for a day, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think that's all I can really do. Um, all right, so maybe why some of you are here. Uh, Brad here, st I guess, just stumbled upon um, Dan Reynolds, which is Imagine Dragons' lead singer. Mm -hmm. If you don't know him, you probably do know the band. You might not know the singer's name, but that's his name. Um, I guess give us the, the, the... I've heard that you didn't know who he was. Correct. So I guess maybe give me how it uh, happened the beginning yep. the beginnings yep so when i first um moved to vegas i actually became an assistant manager for lifetime fitness and when a new member joins the gym they get what's called an onboarding session and that's where you meet with a trainer and they you kind of go through their goals and what, what they want to achieve this and that and so i met with dan and I had no idea who he was. And um, we had him and I just had like a very immediate connection. You know, when you like meet someone for the first time, and you're like, yep. and you just get this. it. Exactly. And that was him and I. So long story short, after that, he bought training sessions with me. And then through the first couple sessions, I was just, you know, trying to figure out who he was. I was like, what do you do for a living? This and that. And he was like, oh, I'm in a band. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, so what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm the lead singer. I was like, oh, awesome. And, then, you know, time goes by. I was like, so what's the name of your band? And he says, Imagine Dragons. I was shit my pants. Because it's yeah, like I'm... one of those things. It's like, you, you know what they sound like. But yeah, you never, yeah. like, you don't know what they look like sometimes. Um, and I, I was like, I was like, is this real life right now? So long story short. Yes, I did not know who he was when I first met him, but um, yeah, it was he. I will like he is extremely humble, yeah. extremely humble. Um, he did everything he could to like not let me know who he was. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a funny thing. I've actually so I I went down to Vegas for I don't know why. Oh, a Call of Duty tournament like two years ago, yes. and I met I met up with Brad. And the Lifetime Fitness is one of the nicest gyms I've ever been into. And it is nice. I think I, when I was down there, I walked past somebody and they're like, yeah, he, he lives here. I can't remember who it was, but it was like an actor or a TV show guy. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I just saw, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, he just, he's fine. He walks yeah. around here. So yeah, it's, it's got some it's high, some high for some high profile people. That's cool. So, so you get to know him, you talk to him. You don't really know who he is. I mean, and I I got to say too, if there was a band that I really didn't follow and yeah. I brushed up against the singer or the guitar player, I mean, yeah. I, I got to give you the benefit of the doubt. I would have done the same thing. I'd be like, what in the world? Um, so you talk to him, he does weightlifting, the whole thing. And then he invites you on tour to continue yes. helping him out. And yeah. how does that go? Did you enjoy the tour? Um, I guess. What was a, a a cool thing that happened? I don't want to brush over it too much, but no, yeah. was uh, yeah. I mean, not many, very many people get to experience going across the globe, and even nope. in their entire life. So, I think that's yeah, a pretty was, cool situation. Yeah, it was the best and hardest type 
or time of my life. Yeah. Because um, obviously the best, just, you know, you're traveling the world, you're, you know, you're with one of the greatest rock bands in the world at the time. Um, you know, everything's taken care of. It's, it's like, <laughs> it was truly one of the most um, intense and um, special experiences of my life. Um, but also, I learned very quickly how stress can destroy your body, mm-hmm. both with myself and the band, because we were going from hotel to ho- hotel, you know, sleeping on a bus. <clears throat> and yeah, there's a fun aspect to that. Right. But when you're right. like <clears throat> four or five weeks in, you're like, I want to get home. Right. So <clears throat> stress just started eating away at us. And, you know, there would, there would be times where it's like, I am, it's like one or two in the morning. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I, I want to go home. Like I (laughs) I really want to go home. (laughs) So that's how it was really like the best and the hardest time in my life. Do I regret it? Of course not. It was phenomenal. It literally changed my life. Would I do it again? Yes, absolutely. And we are going to do it again. Yeah. But um it's it's very hard and just traveling alone you know you know getting on the plane getting off the plane like on a bus this and that it it stresses your body out and that's what really had me kind of dig deeper into inflammation or the the the, the impact of stress cortisol and inflammation on the body and how you know sometimes for individuals when they're literally trying to do everything and they're doing everything right but not seeing changes why stress and inflammation is is really back so that was a big eye-opener for me yeah i mean um it's crazy i guess we see the the hour and 15 minute lights and the whole thing with the fireworks and we're not seeing the back door I guess operation that just like you said stresses you out to no end and so I guess when you were out there what what was the did you find gyms did you work out body weight did you just work yeah. with what you had so with the uh, tour buses we had kind of like a crate a bunch of kettlebells and like when we first started I told them like what I wanted and so we got all that so it was the, the typical routine is that we would <clears throat> drive overnight. And if we weren't staying at a hotel, we would wake up in a different city at a venue. And yeah, that's a weird experience. <laughs> waking up in like one city and waking up in another. Snowing in one day and then it's the- 80 degrees the next day. Absolutely. So if there were no gyms nearby, we would work out there with the kettlebells and things that I had. Yeah. But <clears throat> top priority was finding a gym in an area. We did a good job <clears throat> at doing that. And it was, I mean, it was always helpful calling a, a gym and be like, hey, I have the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. Can we come <laughs> in and work out there? <laughs> so um, Dan gave me very much liberal use of his name dropping. That's good. Um, so we would go to that gym. You know, and honestly, we would do vicious workouts. Yeah. Some days were two to three hours, but also because to just take up time during the day because we would just be sitting at the venue otherwise. So most of the workouts were at least two hours. And then um, we would come back and do our thing. But, you know, going into a new city, I would always research what's in the area. Yeah. And always try to figure out, you know, what do we need for that day? Like if we're hitting Olympics that day, is there a CrossFit type of gym or a gym that has bumper plates? If we're doing more of a volume day, more of like a, a bodybuilding day, do we, you know, what do we need for that? So yeah. it was a lot yeah. of research going from city to city. And, um, you know, if one was there, great. If not, I would adjust what we were doing so we could do it with the kettlebells or medicine balls or whatever we had at the venue. And I think going back to with me training with you and, you know, you think, oh, I only have this amount of dumbbells, which we kind of talked about it, but those are just coming in now. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing, I'm using like 20 pound dumbbells. I'm using like 30 pound dumbbells. Uh, I mean, you can really make some things happen here with yeah. very little weight yeah. um, and just really stretch it out. But um, if you are looking to watch the videos of him and Dan and him lifting crazy amount of weight, um, 
his Instagram is on my screen, obviously, right now. But uh, we also have a command. I think it's just Brad. Uh, yeah, it should be. So um, if you follow him there, you'll get, I guess, weightlifting tips and all sorts of good stuff. Um, so I got, a, I got a Reddit question that I was told to ask you. Cool. What was the craziest, I guess, or f- let's go craziest part of the tour, craziest <laughs> moment of the tour, and then let's go your favorite moment of the tour. Okay. Craziest moment of the tour. We were in South America. And I want to say Buenos Aires or some city down there. Unfortunately, I don't remember. But <laughs> we, the, we were at a stadium. And it was thousands and thousands of people. Like, yeah. it was a sea of people. And I'm off to the side. Yeah, because that's what I do. I always, I like, like it's, it's, I'm very lucky that I like their music. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> I hide myself in a corner. Like, no, I actually sit uh, side stage and listen. They finish and we come off and we get in these, like, escalades. Just big ass vans. And we pull out and we're in the street. And the street is flooded with people and people are starting to realize that the imagine dragons are in in the car stands yeah next thing i know there are a bunch like i'm not exaggerating with this like thousands of people like surrounding the cars and they are just going insane trying to sneak a peek do whatever this or that and in the vans it was super tense because they were all drunk Wanted to see the, you know, the band and it yeah. was, there was each band had about three bodyguards with full on rifles and everything. Just, Jeez. we were, it was, it was very tense, but very exciting at the same time. So that was definitely the craziest. Um, most. That's kind of scary. I mean, oh yeah, if you got bodyguards yeah. with you and an Escalade, I guess is the only thing preventing you from a couple thousand people. Yeah. It was, you know, it's, it's, um, I never felt like we wouldn't get through this, but there's always yeah, the right. thought in your head, like, well, what if right. shit goes down? Like, what's yeah, right, happen? right. I'm going, oh boy. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the, I would say my most favorite was, so there was two Europe tours. There was one, um, like 2000, whatever. There was two Europe tours. I don't remember right. when, but there was right. two separate tours. The first one. The last show was in Scotland, and your people, my people, <laughs> <laughs> and um, the whole band. We went out to get drinks, and then um, Dan and I we went off in our way, and it was raining, and we were going like bar hopping to bar hopping, and it was like three in the morning, and we get into one bar, and we're just chilling. We're like, all right, we're just gonna have our last drink. It's the end of the tour. Go home. Um. And then people start to realize who he is. <laughs> and so I was like, do you, do you want to get out of here? He's like, no, it's, it's good. It's good. The thing with Dan is that he knows um, he is, he, he is a lot of where he is is because of fans. Yeah. So he will never like be disrespectful, turn down like anything yeah. towards the fans. So when people come up and talk to him, he absolutely like converses with them and, and, you know, gives them respect um the thing is is though this this bar had like 20 people because it was near the end but they were all realizing who he was and then so they're they're you know you're you're scottish individuals um <laughs> now just going crazy that yeah. he's in here uh but the best part about it was that they they treated us like we were family yeah. and it was straight out of a movie, like literally just a mob of like 20 people. We're all music blast. We're all going crazy. And Dan looks at me and he goes, and he goes, shots for the entire bar. It was like straight out of a movie. And everyone just screams and goes crazy. <laughs> and then so we all get our shot and like there's 20 shots in the air. And we all just pound it. And that was like, that. it was like the quintessential cherry on top. To it the was a movie script. Story. Just following the exactly. movie script. Exactly. That's funny. And and again, going back to your height and dance height, it's probably, you know, you're walking in and you're like, man, these guys got to be somebody. Just because yes. you're 6'4", yes. 280, you know, pretty big dude, Dan's I would say. And then, and then Dan's taller than you. And yep. 
I mean, he's probably a little less on the weights, but you walk into a bar, they're going, what's happening here? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's because, and him and I, it's not like we look like we're brothers, but we have similar features. Yeah. Um, especially when he kind of grows out his hair and, you know, he's, he, we both look like we're from like the Scandinavian region. I was going to I was going to interrupt you and say, has Brad ever been mistaken for Trumid from Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay. The best story with that is (laughs) I was with, um, the drummer and the bass player in an elevator and there was other guys that came in and they were like, wait, are are you the, are you the guy from Game of Thrones? And I was like, no. I was like, but, and I didn't say that. I was like, I had in my head, I was like, I have the bass player. They, they didn't even know it. And it was, they're like, no, you're definitely the guy from the game. I, was like, I mean, I have the Imagine Dragons right here. I'm, so, I'll roll with it. If I were you roll with it, sign a couple, <laughs> sign a couple autographs, you know, take a couple pictures, yeah. make those people's nights. And yeah, then they no, realize I, that I, they passed up on the other, uh, on the band that's sitting right next to them. Yeah, um, so the tour Concludes, I guess, a couple months, maybe, maybe even a year or two come by, yeah. and I guess maybe it's in the background. But you're yeah. you're making um, a company uh, with Dan with uh, supplements and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. and I'll put that on the, uh, the screen here, guys. AI exclamation point AI in the chat and AIWellness.com. It'll link you to. But this is their creation. So ha- I guess how did this come up and yeah. Where, um, I guess, I guess so, when did it come up and where did it start getting like actually to something that, Oh, let's, let's yeah. actually do it. Yep. So this really started to come up, um, beginning of tour because, you know, supplementation is actually a, I almost want to say it's now a, nece- a necessary part to be healthy because, Spinach today is not like spinach how it was 10, 15 yeah. years ago. We've been over farming and our nutrients aren't as dense with vitamins and minerals as they used to be. So it's, you know, looking at today's age, it's really like, you know, we need more supplementation, vitamins, minerals to have a complete, um, I guess you could say like a complete picture to being healthy. And when we were on tour, I was literally carrying around two to three <laughs> luggage bags of supplements. And I was just like, there's got to be a better way to do this. So it really started out as an ex- Dan was my guinea pig. Yeah. And I created formulas um, around health and performance because, you know, he performs on stage, but, you know, being healthy. Um created formulas really for him to have him be at his best, whether it's on tour, whether it's home, you name it. And I was talking to him, I was like, you know, would you mind if like we do this, like kind of just use you as a guinea pig? He's like, yeah, of course. He had some of the best results that I've seen. Yeah. You know, I know he's posted like a couple pictures about his before and after. And that is also as all to do with obviously training hard, eating right, and supplementation. Yeah. So, you know, that's where the it was kind of birthed. Really, just creating these formulas, these supplements for him to have him perform better in life. And then when tour was over, we're like, you know what? Um, we got to get this to the rest of the world. Yeah. Because. You know, in in the supplement industry, um, fortunately, it's not nearly as bad as it was years ago. Um, a lot of a lot of what I've noticed is a lot of these products are f- things that we either don't need, or there's just too much of it. For example, like a pre workout with 500 milligrams of caffeine. If you have a thousand milligrams of caffeine, your heart could stop. So we're like at half that. <laughs> So what I'm saying is like there, I've noticed a lot of brands, you know, really putting out things that maybe aren't necessary as effective. And I was like, I'm going to put out what we need all backed by 
you know, scientific research, whatever, like every single ingredient down to the dosage, down to the different type is scientifically backed. Because what I want is to come up with something that actually makes a difference for you. So you have the best possible top quality of ingredients and support to really just have you perform better in life. Yeah. And that's really what AI turned into and what we're growing it into now. Um, but yeah, it all started with me, just him being my guinea pig. Well, and I think, I think with your, um, the pre-workout, um, I guess from experiences, you don't want a pre-workout that you just, you take it, you work out, and then all of a sudden you, you need to take a, a 45 minute nap to, to recover and get yourself yeah. back. You're, yeah. and I don't want to take the word from you and let you explain it, but your pre-workout is something that's going to make you, I guess, keep that constant energy throughout the day rather than the crash, the sleep, the backup and all that good stuff or bad exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> no, hundred. No, that's very exactly how you said it, because when you get and, and that's that's because I see a lot of like these pre-workouts at like 300 milligrams of caffeine. Now, don't get me wrong. Yes. Does it feel good? hundred percent. I'm not yeah. going to deny that, but is it going to be the best for you? No, it's not. Right. And because like you said, you, you know, when you're, when you have that spike of just caffeine, there's a drop after that. And I've seen many clients um, and just people that I've worked with really just like, they just have that crash, which is very common with yeah. these high stimulant products. So we have the amount of caffeine as like a strong cup of coffee. Because caffeine is very good for you to you know, to, to improve um, uh, fat metabolism, to improve performance, blood flow. Like you know, caffeine it's actually very useful in a in a pre workout or just having energy. Yeah. Uh, but then we also have other compounds in there that um, assist with other aspects of energy. Instead of like jacking your heart rate up, there's also mental clarity and focus, uh, nitric oxide factor. So it's so it's. Really, what I say is like every aspect of, um, I guess in this case, the pre-workout of energy is is being touched on. Yeah, I haven't um I haven't dove into the the protein yet. Is that even out yet? Am I crazy? No, no, it's Maybe not out yet. But we, okay. I think I might have told you that we we it is it's um it's like it's it's very next in the pipeline of being okay. um created. So again, guys, AIWellness.com and that's in the product section. You can go check it out. Um, and that's a lot of good stuff there. Um, I guess I'm going to take a couple questions real quick. I got another topic, but um, how much, how many hours a day do you work? I guess we could say it till the end, but um, <laughs> I get it about five minutes to walk from my bed to my couch. <laughs> yeah. So what about the people that don't have a lot of time? I guess we can, um, I don't really want to transition to that yet. I want to talk about AI a little bit more. But how much caffeine, since we're talking about caffeine, how much should we have in a pre-workout? No, no yeah. And I, um, what, what's this, uh, Jumper Smumper? Jumper um, Smumper says, Brad, I disagree. Caffeine is addictive. So, yes, you're absolutely right. Caffeine is addictive, 100%. And um, that's where it comes down to making, because obviously I don't, I don't know your body. So it's, it's if, if you are very sensitive ca- to caffeine, then you know, maybe it's, it's not the best product for you, but I could also on the other end, um, you know, pull up a whole number of research, you know, of articles supporting where it comes down to the appropriate caffeine levels, um, you know, such as like 120 milligrams or 180 milligrams is very appropriate for, um, performance and having the body, to um you know have more energy but obviously if if you are highly sensitive to caffeine and and don't have a good experience then you're absolutely right caffeine is not for you so um but you know what you said vitamin b absolutely vitamin b is in the pre-workout is in a lot of pre-workouts you know dealing with because vitamin b the complex deals with um energy um um what's the word metabolism yeah so so, so a little yes, is I okay. Agree with you and that it can absolutely be addictive, um, but it's also a little bit um, 
because it, it definitely comes down to the amount. And some people can handle 300 milligrams would be fine. And I know people that can't even take 50 milligrams. I, uh, my experience with pre-workout has been, um, try to do it. And this is actually more your advice, um, to do it on and then kind of take it off a little bit, you know, go yeah. for a week or go for two weeks and then take off a week just to get that. And I've noticed when I come back after that week, it's a, I'm feeling that first day that I take the pre-workout, I'm feeling like a million bucks. I'm sprinting through yeah. the workout. Yeah. That's, um, so that, that comes down to a pituitary, not my fault, adrenal gland, which pumps out our cortisol and high level, high consistent levels of, in this case, caffeine can overstimulate your adrenal gland causing your body to pump out more cortisol and you're now actually having an adverse effect to it. So I want like you said, hundred percent agree with cycling all your, um, that's what it says. Like your stimulant type of yeah. products, whatever it yeah. is. Um, let me ask a couple, uh, do you do, do you train both sexes? Yes, I do. Um, and what are your thoughts on Jack 3D? <laughs> I had a so, buddy that, that drank Jack 3D. And then a, I think a couple months later, uh, he found out that there were half the substances in it were like banned. And yeah, that was the original version. That guy, <laughs> I, I mean, he, it worked. Whatever was in that thing. Absolutely. That guy was lifting 400 pounds every time. And I mean, good, good for him. But uh, I don't know what was in it that was illegal, but it probably had plenty because he was freaking once he took that. <laughs> yeah, the um, now the newer version of Jack 3D, that's a good one. That's a good pre-workout. It definitely gives you a good smack in the face if you like something like that. Yeah. Um, so if if you don't, like just be prepared, it it, it it kicks you in the ass a bit. Yeah. Um so I want to go, I want to continue to, to go on AI and what a, a really helpful tool that I've actually used, um, is the YouTube channel itself. I don't have a code in that for it, but if you type in AI wellness in YouTube, you'll find it. And a lot of, uh, you have a lot of videos on how to do yeah. the exercises properly and yeah. not just some random Google video that, cause I'll notice if you, if you Google, how do you do a back row? There's 17 different ways to do a back row, depending on who you watch. So yeah. your website has helped me where I just go, all right, I'm going, I'm trusting this source here and I'm going to yeah. do my back row this way. I'm going to do my shoulder press this way, especially with my lower back. Now, if you, I'm sure you guys know that are in here. Cause I complained about it when I'm sitting in my chair for yeah. an extended period of time. So being able to do the moves properly is huge. Um, so I guess how did that come up with, you know, the YouTube did you think, oh, let's yeah. just do that and um, I guess upload them and get the word yeah. out? And Yeah, so we wanted to include that because as a whole, we don't know how to exercise properly. We really don't. Amen to that. And when you look at exercise, exercise is really just mastering on how to move. No matter what your goal is, it's just, it's mastering the art of movement. And within that, there's a not so effective way. And then there is a very effective way. And that's why I really wanted to create a, a YouTube channel for it because we really, what AI the ultimate goal is, is just build a community where someone can go and literally get anything and everything on health, education, nutrition, exercise, you name it. But all the exercises in there, the videos we have are of all the primal movements, meaning um, like a squat, a lunge, uh, a deadlift, um, a push and pull for the upper body. So it covers all the aspects of how we move. And it's really demonstrating the way we should move instead of um, when I go into the gym and look at 90% of the people trying to do exercises, but they really can't. So yeah. I would say as a whole, we don't know how to move properly. And that's that's why we get injured. That's why we have problems, whatever is my biggest thing that was me not moving correctly and it yeah it you're exactly right um yep. so i think we will uh, let, 
if you guys in the chat want to spam a couple questions that you guys are having, I know I've seen them. I've seen them and I just want to have a conversation. I had a couple questions. We wanted to go in order. So maybe type yeah, your so questions yeah, out. I'm and we'll... sweating like crazy. It's hot. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that question. So if you guys 100%. want to type a, type a couple questions in the chat, I'll get to them. And then um, I got a couple gaming questions at the end because this is at the end of the day, this is a gaming podcast. So we want to know, you know, your games, what you played, what you are going to play. And also, I guess, while the questions are coming in, what is the future for you in training and in AI? And uh, I guess when, when we will be able to go back to real life when you tour and all that good stuff. How's that? Yeah. How are you um, planning, I guess? Yeah, so for my uh, online website, Really, my goal for that is to build um, a platform for people to, you know, learn and 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 get effective consultation and coaching around nutrition, exercise, supplementation, recovery, whatever it is to have you perform or to improve your quality of life. And that's that's the focus of it. Um, AI is is also in the same vein as building a community, but obviously on a much larger scale. And our main focus with that is through supplementation, is providing the world with the the best quality products out there to, to supplement what you're already doing to improve your life. And then, you know, really like with Dan, we have projects coming out in the future that I cannot disclose right now that's fine um they are going to um as i see it kind of shock the world yeah um which is gonna which i am so excited so um there's a lot going on and just like anything it takes time and waiting to get out of this limbo this quarantine behind the scenes stuff stuff is happening folks um all right so we got a couple questions here yeah how do you feel about the fda regulated supplements I know some stuff is literally snake oil. So, oh, actually, too, uh, answer that one first, and I got one more thing to say yeah. about AI. So, um, that is a great, great question because, on one hand, you have supplement companies out there that are not regulated by the FDA, and they should be regulated by the FDA. Like some of the stuff that they may are filling it with or dosages, whatever it is, it's, it's just not effective and not good. So having the FDA, like I, I'll say this, I wish the FDA would regulate it. And I understand, you know, we could have many different thoughts about, you know, how we think about the FDA regulating things, but with supplementation, that could literally hurt you if there's things in there that are either too much wrong ingredient or whatever it is. And we can't just leave that up to dice. So I wish the FDA was regulating more of it. Um, with our supplementation, like for instance, we have a product that we classify as an anti-inflammatory product. And there's certain protocols that we have to follow it by from the FDA that we can, so we can label it an anti-inflammatory product. So as a whole, I wish it was more regulated by the FDA. I can understand why people not want that, but it's in this sub in this industry, having the FDA have more hand, like vision into what's going on would make supplementation better. Gotcha. Hope that answers Um, the question. They say agree. Right. Yes. Um, so actually, Oh, actually, let's get this one. Um, are you an Eagles fan, or did you guess get converted to the Vegas people once you headed out that way? So I have been and always will be Eagles fan. Wow. Okay. Eagles fan here, guys. BF, Eagles fan. Um, I'm trying to scroll up here on these. <laughs> we, got, we got boo. We got a couple of boos happening. Uh, <laughs> where are we at here? Where, Cowboys. Uh oh. I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan. That's that's trouble, folks. Oh, fasting. Okay. 
Uh, can I get a go birds? <laughs> birds. Um, let's just go in order. Actually, if people actually type in them, uh, what is Brad's education or has he learned through work life experience and weightlifting and supplements? So both, um, I've, I, I first started, um, working at a YMCA when I was in high school. Out of high school, I went to Westchester University for my bachelor's in uh, exercise science and kinesiology. I also got a minor in nutrition. I got certification in NASE, got a certification in CSCS, uh, strength and conditioning, USA Olympic weightlifting, USA track and field, precision nutrition. So he's got the degree, period, end of story. Um, what was... <laughs> I'd fight you, but I'm afraid you'd kill me. That's the cowboy fan. <laughs> um, all right, what was the other? There's another good one. Um, it, <laughs> are you a cat or a dog guy? Okay. I have both, but I actually have to go with the cat guy because wow, I got my big black cat about five, six years ago. He's been my best friend ever since. Okay. Cat person. You wonder where they come from, but there's, I guess there's more of them out there than we think. Um, oh, so I, this, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is actually going back to the AI thing, I guess a little yep. bit. So, yep. uh, they say, do you use technology in your training analytics, etc.? I guess there's a part one of that. And then part two, I guess I didn't really ask you about the plan that you can follow that you put out every week. Is that still, kind of going on. I obviously, I stopped doing that because we have our own plan, but is that, would you recommend that for normal people? Not normal people, I guess for, you know, people that aren't Dan, yeah. who are six, five to 20. Is that for anybody? Good question. So with the technology, yes, that the technology aspect really comes in with, um, what I do with my training. So, cause I do train, um, a lot of individuals. I have clients that come to my home gym and I have a lot of like, not to get too deep into it, but I have a lot of technological aspects that help me program track data. Um, you know, that really help me, uh, keep everything, um, progressing forward. Uh, is the best, the best way I can kind of say it. Um, and then with the workouts, so that workout that AI pumps out every weekend is really what Dan does. And the reason why we right. did that is because, you know, obviously everybody, a lot of people want to know what Dan does. Yep. Um, someone can absolutely try it, but it says right on there, always adjust if need be. Um, because, you know, some people aren't as in shape as Dan and some people are more in shape. So maybe yeah. they need a higher intensity and stimulus so absolutely try it and um i think next weekend we're going to be pumping out home workout versions okay. so you'll be able to see that well it's it's going to be because i go to dan's house to train there um so you'll be seeing what he's doing for his home workout uh but like i said it's not for everyone so if you may need to find and try something else but hey give it a shot and see how it works for you so that is real quickly. That's on those who are joining us. AI wellness's website. Um, I think it is it on like the email list where you sign up for it. If you want to try the actual workout itself as a contact, maybe it's um, go to. Let me go to contact. Uh, wellness. Let me see wellness. Wellness. Got it. Go to wellness. wellness. There it is. All right. So y'all it's a top tab wellness on there the AI go. site. And you can sign up, put your email there, get a bunch of information, and you'll get workouts sent to you, um, which I, were, I was doing for a while until I individually reached out to him and said, hey, can I get a little customized plan? But they're a great um, tool. And again, going back to the YouTube page, if you're like, what the heck is this workout? How in the world do I do it? Every single one of them is explained in a video, no more than a minute long, so... If you can't figure it out, then you're not trying hard enough, pretty much. Um, intermittent, uh, intermittent fasting. Thoughts, I guess. I don't know if we uh, talked about that earlier, but. 
Why not? Intermittent fasting. Okay. So first things first is if it works for you, then great. If it doesn't, then you shouldn't be doing it. But yeah. I will say, so here's the pros and the cons. Pros, intermittent fasting can significantly reduce your caloric intake during the day. So if your main goal is to lose weight, burn fast, burn fat, that may be a good direction to go into. On the other hand, if someone is more hungry throughout the day and has a problem with binge eating, I don't recommend it because it will support those habits. Because you wake up and you either you go through the through the morning either not eating till 11 or 12 o'clock, then you have like an eight hour window to eat. And during that window, if you have a problem with binge eating or starving, you can actually pack on a lot of calories and foods because you're just so hungry and want mm-hmm. everything. So if you don't have that problem, try it out. See how it works for you. I, you know, I've, I've seen both sides of the story. I've seen individuals who have unbelievable success from it. And I've seen other individuals that have gained a lot of weight from it because they're just stuck in the face yeah. during that eight hour window. So unfortunately with, a, you know, it's like, well, does this diet or meal plan work? It does. And it doesn't, it just, it really just depends on how you are as a person. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of just like we talked about earlier, all the stuff that you're doing, it just, it's, it's based by case. It's, it just really depends who you are. Um, yeah. so, uh, I coached college lacrosse at hood college and I love talking to our strength coaches cause you guys have everything down to a science and it's amazing. I would say you have a pretty, you have a pretty good. Pretty good knowledge on the situation. Um, yeah. Bam says, Tifu or Ninja? Do you know who either one of those people are? I do. I would say Ninja. I think I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, Tifu's good, but I always lean towards Ninja. I, in my opinion on Ninja is he, he, he gets crapped on a lot, but he has paved the way for gamers yes. to... Um, to be the game for gaming to be cool pretty much. Absolutely. Uh, and if you guys want to ask any more questions, feel free to keep putting them in the chat. Bun clapper. How are you? Red beard. I have a red beard too. I got like, nice. a, I got like a brownish red. I got a little red in mine. Um, Def, what's going on. If you all are just tuning in, uh, this podcast will be, uh, replayed on all the major things. iTunes, Spotify, it'll stay up. Uh, I'll put it on YouTube. So if you if you miss something, you want to go back and listen to it, feel free to do so. Um, we have to get into the gaming side of this real quick yeah. for just a couple minutes. Um, what what is currently your game that you're playing? I won't spoil it, but I guess I'm going to spoil it. You're more of a PC gamer, correct? Yes. Yep. So uh, I've I've joined Team PC now. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I still use my controller. I still plug my controller in. But I'm slowly working the, you know, the WSD yeah. or whatever it is. But um, what game are you playing right now that you can't get enough of? And we'll go, we'll start there. So there's, there's actually, I do a lot of like rotating through games. Because yeah. um, uh, I like, I like, I like a lot of games. And I like first person, you know, like, Bird, like strategy, bird's eye, you name it, I love it. So I'll re- I played Wilson for an extended period of time. I've gone back to Overwatch, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena, um, tapped into Fortnite for a bit. So it's like, it's not just one game. It's like a bunch yeah. of games that I cycle through. It's like, what am I feeling today? Then I'll hop into it. Yeah. So um, real quickly, going back to tour, what was the game of tour? Because Game there's no tour. computer. Yeah, it was a piece that we played a lot of League of Legends. Okay. Uh, a lot of Overwatch and Destiny. I guess you bring your laptops. You have gaming laptops. Yep. I'm like, yep. you're not bringing your whole setup. No, no, no. Yeah. Wow, League. I've never tried. I've never tried League. I'm hard. All, I've been first person and, you know, obviously with Fortnite, I've been third person. But um, I, I struggle to get into those kind of games. I don't know why. Yeah, it's... The it's 
it's hard. I'm not, I'm not I am not good. And, and that, so Dan and the guitarist Wayne, they're like pros at League of Legends. <laughs> they've played, they've literally played games with the creators of League of Legends. Oh, well, and, don't they, don't they sponsor a, a League of Legends team or, or help run uh, they it? They sponsor or? Rogue. Rogue. Rogue, right. Okay. Yeah. So they're like all about it. And I feel like this little chump trying to play. So I literally have to practice in the late yeah. hours of my hotel room just to keep up with them. Eight hours a day grinding just to, yep. just to compete. Yep. Yeah. I'm telling you, I mean, if you don't play these games for a day or two, even now, I'm just like, man, I'm getting passed by that quick. You just, you, you seriously, you it's miss. Insane. It's, it's weird, but especially with Fortnite with the editing and building. Yep. You take a week off, and all of a sudden you go, "Did I play this game for two years straight, or am I missing <laughs> something?" Seriously. But um, so we got your favorite game now, but you got to have. Give me your to the top. I want to try to keep this as the top. The podcast titles as Mount Rushmore of. So I'm gonna do Mount Rushmore of this title of Mount Rushmore of, um, weight trainers. Is that gonna be today's title? So you got to give me. Your Mount Rushmore of video games. So you got four video games. You're on an okay. island, and you gotta choose them. There's no turning back. Okay. Um, Diablo two. Okay. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Skyrim. Wow, we got and, a couple of Skyrim fans in here. And I would need a first person because I need that high action. I would say there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, this is tough. <laughs> COD, not I, a COD. Halo. No, I I am, and that's kind of where I'm leaning towards. I would, I think, I would say COD. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Now, side road favorite COD of all time. Um, that's a good. Uh, there, there was a couple good ones there for a while, like in a, honestly, in a nice I like period. The older ones. Oh I like yeah, the definitely. Older ones. The older ones, because the new ones are just like too insane. Like I can't. It's no, too insane. I, I'm and with you. For me. I I still play it a lot, but for me, like the 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 Black Ops one through like the MW three was like yeah. the sweet spot. Yeah, and they were just Battlefield. dominating. Battlefield is also see that would be like a toss of Battlefield COD for me. We started. My buddy and I started playing Battlefield recently uh, on PC. That's what we're trying to kind of use as our keyboard and mouse yep. kind of thing, and uh, it, that game's a lot of fun. It is. So, it is really good. Really um, good. I I don't think I have any more questions for you. That might be it. I I, oh. I I said I wanted to do an hour. I kept you for an hour and seven. Oh, you're good. Um, I, I see a question real quick. Uh, I want to just wait. I can't stop eating. What do I do? I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so poopy pants. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. The key to losing weight is low-calorie, nutrient-dense foods. So make, like, plug veggies into everything. Make a big-ass spinach salad with chicken, tomatoes. Does uh, Now, does it taste as good as a you know, Burger King cheeseburger, maybe mm. not, but mm. it's, they will keep you full. The reason you're binge eating is because you're, you're probably hungry a lot. And the food that you're already eating is not keeping you full. And the food that you're probably eating is causing a lot of inflammation in the system, which is also going to stress your body out even more, which is also going to make you more hungry. So low calorie dense foods is fruits and veggies. Good quality proteins, chicken, eggs, fish, you name it. And get your good quality carbs, oatmeal, beans, rice, whole wheat breads, and pastas. That is the key to losing weight. There's no secret. You just need to be burning more calories than you're taking in. And the fact for you to not feel hungry is this calorie, nutrient-dense foods. If you're ever in Philly and need a free haircut, I got you. There you go. You got you got connections all over the world here. Um, I will go buy a bunch of spinach and turkey. You love to see it. Perfect. Um, good. So we'll ask we'll ask one more question, and I promise this will yep. be it. You got one cheat meal. Where are you? Where are you headed? What you buying? I know you got a couple. I kind of I think yep. I know might be the answer, but let's maybe do one or two. Give me give me two. So make Shake it a little burgers. easier. Okay. Shake Shack burgers would be on the savory side. I would get 
probably two or three cheeseburgers. Uh, their fries are amazing. Mm. Um, and then on the sweet side, I would get a dozen donuts. Oh, man. So what, do you save your day for what, Sunday? Is that your I save for Saturday. Saturday. And lately, okay. I've been doing like bags of chips and buffalo wings. Mm. That's just been like the mood I've been in. But um, yeah, Shake Shack and some donuts are the way to go. Wow. I am starving for a bunch of donuts right now. All right, we're headed out. We're going to go get donuts. See you guys. Um, well, I guess that that is it. I'll quickly, um, cool. if you guys are tuning in, uh, I have his website up here on the bottom right. But <laughs> T-Dog binge talk about the other. You're not supposed to tell him that. No, he gives me one day a week. You, you give me <laughs> one meal a week. Brad needs a plug. Yeah, I'm going to give the plug. Uh, he has his website. Um, if you want to do the commands, they're there. Exclamation point, Brad, exclamation point, fitness and exclamation point AI. Um, <laughs> what about the pizza? Don't, we're not going to worry about all that. <laughs> we might've stuck a second one in. Um, so his websites are there. If you want to, uh, if you want to, I guess, check him out on that. And if you need a personal trainer, obviously he's available. And even though there's a virus going on, the weights and all that good stuff, never, they never quit. So, um, well, thank you, Brad, for doing this. I really yeah, appreciate totally. it. Thanks I know you, me, I was going to say you, you probably had a million places to go, but at, the, at this time, it's almost like you got nowhere to be. Nope. So I figured why nope. not try it, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for everybody that is in the chat and asking questions. And even if you're just watching, um, we appreciate you being here and you know, all the info now, um, you can, you can find out more by his products and buys fitness and if you don't have money right now because you're on that check out his free stuff and hope you don't mind me saying that but check out his free plans oh, and his absolutely. youtube get all over there get yourself in shape there's not a better time to do it you got nothing to do you got nothing to do so get true. out there have some fun if you got anything else you want to say i'm going to end it right here no i appreciate you having me of course thank you guys all right we'll talk to you tomorrow Bye bye